My name's Austin, and this is Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. If you believe that you were meant to break through and thrive in your life and your business, then this is the podcast for you. Is there a moment when success happens? Is there a recipe that creates your big breakthrough? We're going to answer those questions and many more on the brand new podcast and TV show based on the upcoming book called Flashpoint, the art and science of your big breakthrough. This is episode number six. We are in the middle of unprecedented uncertainty, in the middle of the consciously complacent and the overly extreme lies the truth of what is best for you and your family in the middle of what's going on. I want you to be conscious. I want you to dial in. I'm going to be talking about some concepts. I'm going to give you some things that you and your family can do together to ride this thing out. And maybe, just maybe, there is a breakthrough. There is a breakthrough, a setup for a breakthrough. If not today, at some point in the future. It's a course correct. Maybe there's innovation to be done. Maybe there's some creation to be done. But let's dial into where you might be. You might be unconsciously complacent just waiting for things to return to normal. You might be overly extreme. You might have over-prepared. You're locking down. You think the apocalypse is coming. And somewhere in the middle lies the truth. I learned from Tony Robbins the many years I spent in that community that people tend to look at things three ways when there's a crisis. One... We tend to look at things worse than what they really are when we're in the heat of it. And I know that you can relate to that because the emotion kicks up and then we start to speculate. We start to fortune tell about how things are not going to work out or how things are going to go wrong. And what we want to do is we want to dial back and we want to begin to see things as they are. And I'm going to have several invitations here for you to dial in to what's happening. We're in the middle of a dynamic situation. So nobody has this thing figured out, including me. So I'm not going to create certainty for you by telling you what I think is going to happen. But I am going to talk about what we can control and begin to see things better than what they currently are. I'm going to lean into some areas here. I'm really going to focus on two things to give you certainty, to create certainty. And that is the micro moments. What can you do in the small scale, you and your family? What can you do to build certainty? And then I'm going to focus on the macro. I'm going to pull a couple points, things that we can do on a bigger scale as we begin to ride this out, not truly knowing where The end of this is, and I don't care what anybody says, nobody truly knows what's going to happen and where 
this is going. And how do I know? So before I get into the main points, what I do is I go back and look at history because history is a really good indicator and a really good way to draw from, to draw so we can dial into the moment. It doesn't mean that what happened in history is gonna exactly duplicate itself, but it means that maybe there will be some similarities. So although we've had some economic things happen in our lifetime, in our generation, we never truly dealt with a crash or a pandemic of this proportion. It's unprecedented. And things that are unprecedented create unprecedented uncertainty, like I started out with. But let's go back to the Great Depression, because that's the one thing that we can go back on where it maybe has some similarities. And maybe we can draw from that, albeit different. That was more of an economic situation where this is more of a health-driven situation, a pandemic. But how's it going to affect the market? Are people behaving in similar ways? So when the Great Depression happened, it wasn't an overnight thing, as though some of us may look at it that way. If we don't know history, we might look and think, you know, it was a short thing and it, it happened overnight, but it, it, it didn't, although it may have seemed like that. There was, a, some, there was some spikes and valleys and spikes and valleys until the market ended up crashing in late um, in late October 1929. And during that time, believe it or not, there were people that were still buying low, thinking that everything was on sale, that things were going to automatically course correct and they were going to try to get something for nothing. There was other people who were in a state of panic and fear and were selling everything. And there was other people that just thought things would go back to normal. And history would reveal that that's not what happened. Fear ultimately took a hold. It spread like a virus and caused people to sell. And I believe the number was $10 billion at that time. And I believe it was double the amount that was sold was double the amount of currency that was in existence. And the America that we knew, which was a land of dreams, became a graveyard of opportunity. And why am I painting this dismal picture? Because I'm not here telling you that we're headed that way. But what I, what I want you to realize, and the reason why I'm sharing this with you, is I want you to understand that things are dynamic. So for anyone to make a projection or to think what they know is gonna happen is not necessarily what's gonna happen. And what I want you to do is realize there's a dynamic nature here that we must dial into and embrace. It's, and it's not a one-time thing. So the first thing I wanna discuss with you no matter where you are, is to breathe and embrace. Now, why do I say breathe and embrace? Because when things are topsy-turvy, when you're stressed, when you're pressured, when you're in fear, when you might be feeling 
horror because people are dying, because the economy is thwarting downward, stress can get in your body. But breath is a way to restore and rebalance in the moment. And then can we embrace the uncertainty? From a deeper level, knowing that things will be better. We just don't know how we're going to get there. And the one thing I want to convey is to right away early before we get into the content is that what we must do is avoid the mistakes of the past. And many people are already responding in fear and they're selling. That is what created the last Great Depression. Let's talk about creating certainty so that we can be strong, so that we can make the best decision in between the unconsciously complacent and the overly extreme lies your best decision. Dial in and embrace from a place of faith, not fear. Reduce and remove fear because if you're making a decision from fear, you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. We must, we must figure out a way to build faith. And I don't care where you are on the spectrum. If you are a spiritual person, you might want to lean into your faith. If you're not a spiritual person, what can you lean into to create faith that you're going to be okay? You're going to make the best decisions that you may not know the answers right now. We are a certainty addicted society and that's for another podcast. But right now, the universe is throwing the world something that we've never seen before and it's it's basically communicating that what you thought you know and everything that you think you know is not certain. So whether you are, you know, if you're uncertain averse, this is an invitation to embrace uncertainty so that you can rise above. I have these, this belief that we either make decisions to move on or life steps in and makes us move on. And here is a global situation where Life is forcing a lot of people to have revelations, to go inward, to look at the way we've been living. Have we been living our best self as a globe, as a planet? Or have we just merely sucked into the hypnotic rhythm of what is not in our best interest? Let's get back to building certainty. Let's talk about a couple things. I'm going to draw on, on some things here. I talked about the micro and the macro. And I'm going to draw on just some personal things that I've had the experience of. One, running an ultra marathon. And I'll talk about what that has to do with this. And two, yoga. 
What does yoga have to do with times like these? Because here's what I want to share with you. It's in the micro moments that reveal how we handle something is how we handle everything. So let me, let me jump in. <clears throat> the micro. What can you do to build certainty for you and your family in the middle of this? The one thing I want to recommend, and if you're not already doing it, is to begin to create some positive rituals. Because most people that are listening to this, your life has been disrupted. So you're, you might be just chaotically trying to figure it out. Maybe you're home by yourself. Maybe you're home with your family for the first time, more spending more time together than you ever had before, which sounds great, but it might be causing some other things, some stress. So why don't you look to create some positive daily rituals? And I'll lean into the ultra marathon. <clears throat> when I was running and went to do my first ultra marathon, which was just recently, very uncertain. I'd never run 32 miles before. Don't know how the body's going to hold up. So I could be stressed thinking about that. Or I could start to create some rituals. How am I going to eat? How am I going to train? What's going to happen if I start to feel pain or something? My body breaks down. What am I going to do? It's rituals. Rituals. Rituals that bring you into the moment so that you can prepare for what's to come. Positive rituals. Now I'm going to break this down into four categories for you right now. I just talked about the ultra marathon. So physical is one of them. <clears throat> physical, what can you do every day to create a physical ritual? Get up in the morning and take a walk. Run. Get on the spinner. Uh, maybe team up with your family. Go for a family walk. Something physically every day and breathe do whatever you have to do to breathe deep every morning part of my ritual walk breathe deep walk breathe deep empty my mind dial in to the present moment empty my mind every day make it a ritual mental can you read something every day as soon as you get up? Can you read something? Can you listen to something? Spiritual, can you connect with your creator? Can you do something, a meditation perhaps? Something spiritual every day. And then social. What can you do every day socially as a ritual? Are you going to do something with your family? Maybe a, every day at at noon, we're going to check in as a family for 15 minutes. We're going to share with each other what we're feeling in the middle of this. To give everyone an opportunity to dial in, dial in, dial in. Because don't just think it's a flat decision. This is a dynamic thing. Engage your family. Ask them what they're feeling. What did they learn? What did they hear? So we can get to the truth. What we want is the truth. And this is dynamic, so we can't just think that we read the news today or we read it this week or we, we need to continually dial in and sort 
for the truth. So maybe that's a ritual. And then maybe we can share some fun things with our family. Social. Micro moments every day. Micro moments every day. <clears throat> now, back to the physical. When I talked about the ultra marathon, and I mentioned yoga, in the physical realm, it's very revealing. Because what you do in the small moments, these rituals prepare you when you start to get into chaos. And it could prepare your family. You know, having a daily meeting could prepare your family. As things come up, you bring your family into it so that you can experience and grow together. As far as yoga goes, what I learned from yoga is that when you're trying to do something that your body's never done before and you lean in, your muscles begin to shake, your breath grows short, you lose your balance. And what it teaches is to stay with it. Don't overly force it. Don't quit. Stay with the shakiness because it will reveal your strength. And it's dynamic. You need to dial into it. You need to empty your mind of the way it should be, of the way it should look, of what you can and can't do. You've never done it before. You've never been there before. You need to dial into it. The present moment is asking for you to dial into it. This unprecedented event that we're in is inviting you to dial in to it dynamically daily, consistently, so that it reveals your next best decision and that you can handle it, you're capable of it, that you will come out better on the other side, even if you don't have the answers right now. Dial in to your daily rituals. If you need to keep it simple, start in the morning. Start there. If you want to go a little bit further, do a morning, noon, and p.m., evening. Do something. Read for 10 minutes. 15-minute walk. 10 minutes of prayer. 10 minutes of meditation. And if you can, engage your family. And everyone will be better for it. This is an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to innovate. It's an opportunity to create. Let's move on to the macro. This, perhaps, is equally, if not more important. What are you doing? <clears throat> are you sitting at home waiting for the government to make a decision? Are you on social media just scanning away and clicking here and clicking there and grabbing information here and grabbing there. What I want you to do on the macro level is look at the people in your life. And I'm going to have an invitation for you here because I want to offer something to you that can give you more certainty in the middle of unprecedented uncertainty. On the macro level, <clears throat> the people that you are running with will determine your future. 
That is true in normal times and even more true in the middle of a pandemic that is rocking the economic infrastructure. Who you know is so important, but it's not just who you know. It's the information. That's the second part. Because typically, the information you get is from people that know. And there's probably a handful of those people in the world. And I say handful, a small percentage. But there's those people are accessible. They could be in your community. They might be on social media. So I want to share with you an example. So you have that example right now. I've been fortunate enough to connect with Laurel Langemeyer, five New York Times bestselling authors, uh, five New York Times bestselling author. She's made money in every market. She's connected. She's consistently dialed in. And she's putting out information right now on what to do economically. She has a program called Financial First Aid Kit. I'll tell you how you can get, get a hold of that. And then the second part is the information. And typically, like I said, the, the right information is going to come from the right people. Sure, you can go research. There's all kinds of information on the Internet. And I, and I believe you should research on your own to dial in. But also get around the right people. Get around the people who know about the stimulus package. Get around the people who know about the business incentive programs. Find out. Get dialed in. Do it consistently. Every day if you have to. But again, not from a place of fear. From a place of faith. And that is a dynamic process. And the way you're going to build your faith and your certainty is through your daily rituals. Because your emotions cannot be trusted. And if you stick to your rituals, you will begin to forge your emotions in a way that will create more certainty in uncertain times. You, you, it's important that we do what we know while we learn more of what to do as this unfolds before our eyes. Because my hallucination is that nobody truly knows that we're in the middle of a dynamic process. Some of the decisions that are being made right now are going to be terrible. And some of them are going to be good. Again, between the unconsciously complacent and the overly extreme lies the next best decision for you that can only be discovered and created from a place of faith because fear and anxiousness will lead to a decision that might get to a result, but it may not lead to a long-term sustainable result in uncertain times. I want to bring this thing to a close and I want to invite you to utilize the concepts that I shared here to build certainty in uncertain times. And I want to share with you that I believe 
that we as a human species are wired to handle uncertainty. It's in our DNA. But just as that is in there, fear is in there as well. And if you allow your brain to run out of control and you avoid doing daily rituals, your biochemistry will be altered. You'll be operating from fear because not to get into the science of it, the biochemistry of fear can take over and it can cause irrational decisions, especially in moments like these. Get back to the rituals. Build your certainty muscle in what you know until more of what you need to know becomes available through the right people and through the right information being discerned and disseminated to you. What I want to invite you to do is to get creative. Have a creative session with your family. What can you do? What can you do in these areas? What can you do to have more fun as a family? What can you do to purge? Maybe you need to manage. You need to, you need to get into some minimizing and start to get rid of some stuff that's been laying around. Maybe you need to build these relationships. Maybe you need to get creative financially. And what I would advise you to do, be willing to let go or suspend the old of what you think you knew of how to make money and start to create anew. Start to write down, and I would say this, write down 21 ways that you can create income for you and your family and get your family involved. Entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurial spirit is getting younger and younger and younger. We can't just rely on these old infrastructures. Certainly they have their value. But again, we are in unprecedented, uncertain times. It's time to innovate. It's time to create. It's time to be an active force in our own lives. As I bring this podcast to a close, I want to go back to the people element of what we're going through. And I want to call you. I want to inspire you. I want to encourage you. I want to provoke you to get back to community and human connection. I had put a post up recently and it basically said, you know, it's, it's ironic how during this time of social distancing, it's as if people are connecting more than ever. And it's like we're using the digital platform more responsibly to connect with people. Let's continue to do that. Let's be conscious and let's build a sense of community like we never had before. When we lock arms and we unite and we focus on the things that unify us and we focus less on the things that divide us, we can overcome. Let's bring this to a close. This has been an amazing time. I've enjoyed giving this information to you. I want to encourage you to get Laurel Langmeyer's program. It's a $77 investment. It was based on a previous program that she had that was $500. She took that. She infused it with everything that's relevant for what we're going through right now with this COVID-19. This investment of $77 
could save you thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars. I normally don't sell on this podcast, but my goodness, what a disservice if I don't offer something to you where you could use it to save money. And then also I have some free gifts here. You can get the nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. That's a questionnaire. You can grab that. You can also get on the list to get the book, Flashpoint. That link is in the show notes. And then lastly, I'm going to be launching Emergency Life Coach very shortly. I'm going to add that link as well because right now there's a free coping activity. So if you find yourself in the middle of this and you're feeling the pressure, you got laid off, maybe your relationships are heating up and creating conflict, grab this free coping activity. Take action. Don't just sit and be the unconsciously complacent and avoid being overly extreme. I know overly extreme sounds like a double word there, but I'm using it for effect because people can be so intense in their approach and they're missing it. They're not dialing in. So use this opportunity. Dial in. Use the things in this podcast. Grab the micro moments. Create those daily rituals. Tap into the macro of people and community. Learn from the Great Depression. Let's avoid mass hysteria and fear. Let's make a decision in our own best interest. This wraps up podcast number six. I'll see you next week on podcast number seven. And by the way, don't forget if this served you in any way, share it. Click and share. Sharing it with one person could improve the quality of their life. If you're like me, you might need to be asked a couple times, did you take advantage of the offers that we gave you here? You can get the free offers, the coping activity, which I'm rolling out for the first time through the Emergency Life Coach platform. You can get the nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. Maybe you're struggling with limitations. Grab that questionnaire, it's free. Or you can get on the list to get the book, Flashpoint. Lastly, if you need financial planning, grab Laurel's program. $77 could save you tens of thousands of dollars. Don't delay. At least do something in your own best interest now. And oh, by the way, I can't ask you enough. Please share this with somebody who you know will get value from this. Bye for now, and I will see you next week for episode number seven.
Wow, wow, wow. I hope you got as much out of that as I did. And I want to especially thank Bo Sali for doing an incredible job. And what a way to end the interview. What an incredible message. I also want to invite you to continue on your journey. I want to offer you two free gifts. One, nine questions to identify and remove limiting beliefs. That link will be on the podcast here in the notes. And also, I want to give you the opportunity to get a free copy of my book when it's released. And that link will also be there. You simply put your name in, you'll be added to a list. And when the book becomes available, you'll have a first opportunity to get it. I'm so glad you joined us. Stay tuned next week for episode number six. We'll see you then.